0: So, hi, Welcome to Noise Podcast. I'm Shane.
1: I'm Glory. And we're
0: here with...
2: Alex. And Freddie. And We're America Part 2.
0: And we're asking some questions to say about their upcoming self-titled album. So, congrats on that. By the way, how do you guys personally feel about the response to the announcement so far?
3: We feel great. Um, we've dropped a few singles. We've dropped Crest, Outside, Out of Touch, and Baby. Most singles we've probably ever dropped for a record, and there's 14 tracks on the album, so we have plenty to spare, plenty to give out to the world, and it's our favorite music we've ever made. So very stoked.
2: Yeah, I don't. uh definitely dropped a lot of singles for Price of the Nation too. I don't know. I, I would actually be interested interested to see like how many in comparison. I think we might have done like five or six. But yeah, no, I feel so great. I mean you know, we made this record with the friends, you know? Yeah, it's just, just, yeah, this is like, amazing. I, my, I think my favorite thing right now about it is the album artwork. Like, mm-hmm. knowing that that's, out into the world
0: yeah yeah gave the album another spin this morning now for people listening that don't know i, I work with ap2 on the management side so i've i've no. been listening to this album for a minute but gave it another spin this morning i'm just blown away by it every single time i listen to it it's easily the best shit you guys have done hands down 100%. so stoked for yes. the world thank to you. hear it
3: yeah thank you I, have you heard it yet yet glory in full
1: yes i heard it in full this morning i was listening to it while i was, while I was making my little breakfast it was very yeah. very good
3: Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: Remarkable. It's awesome seeing how your music has progressed because I feel like we've been working with you guys for since we were 2020. (laughs) 2020. So it's just being able to kind of interview you guys. I believe this is like the third interview we've done and kind of just see how your music has built up to this is just incredible. You guys did very, very well with this.
3: Thank you so wow, much. It, it feels that way for us too. That's why I think the self title makes so much sense. Like as far aside from it being our second album and being part two, like I feel like the it really is our favorite like culmination of what the band means. It's almost like a good smorgasbord yet cohesive version of the band, I feel like.
1: Absolutely. So is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art?
3: My album title like like i mentioned it's our second album so we felt like we can't miss the opportunity to call it america part two you know um so like on the surface level there's definitely that like kind of obvious uh thematic thing for us but um yeah like it's our self-titled album and that's like it, it's a big deal i feel like for an artist to call their album their self titled it's kind of like the defining sound if you will a lot of times mm-hmm. um and it feels that way for us, you know, like Maddie joined the band a, like a year now, which is crazy. And um, we got off tour. We toured the full U.S. and then some last year, um, just before Maddie joined and through his first tour with us. And then we wrote the album the next month. So like November of 2022. And then we went into the studio and recorded it December 2022. And so it was, like, just this really organic, fluid, like, kind of obvious motions. Like, we just kind of let the songs take us. And, um, yeah, I it, it just feels like what America Part 2 sounds like.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 And-
3: I feel like also,
2: like, you said something really funny. I don't remember exactly what you said, but you're yeah. just like... Uh, yeah, it's our second album. It's our self-titled album, America Part 2. Like, we don't give a frick. Like, we're <laughs> like, you know, because, like, like a, I feel a lot of people do define the sound of a band or, like, a, a band by their self-titled. And we're just like, yeah, this is it. Here you go. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, these are just, like, our songs.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. and And the cover art?
2: Oh yeah. So that was a whole thing too. Uh, it was a journey. Yeah. So we had like a lot of people like help us and work on it. And originally our friend, uh, Dan S Finn, he started like doing some like, uh, like graphic design. And we had like, like we had the mountain, which is in the background. Um, Mm -hmm. and we had gone more of like a, like a digital route. We had like a, like a shield and like an eyeball and like, uh different things representing like us like we had like uh gemini sign
3: we had our own symbols we we were like we were referencing things like um like led zeppelin or something how they all had like their own symbols Mm -hmm. and and we we were really intrigued by like the ai art coming out and like the 3d kind of like hyper realistic art Mm -hmm. um and so we were like freddie said we were gonna go that direction initially for this like super kind of like uh digital looking thing um but it, something just wasn't quite right with the final versions of it. And so we ended up, like, stripping back and having Super Bean Wizard, a.k.a. Victoria, a.k.a. Bean, a.k.a. our TM photographer extraordinaire, um, mm. take a smack <laughs> at it. And she, like, superimposed these live shots of us on top of it. And it just – I feel like that really kind of cemented the artwork.
2: Yeah, like, Bean came over – Tennessee and we were just like working on the artwork together because she can basically like she's like great if you give her like direction and stuff with that because she's never created album artwork before and like I gave her a couple live photos like probably like I don't remember like four to six maybe and then she cut out like us and just put them on white backgrounds and was like which ones are your favorite and like had like spacing and i was like it should be like rounded right and then i think the mountain came to are like oh okay it's gonna be the mountain in the background like we should definitely get that from dan dan finn because he uh he was like more than gracious to like help us in any way and just like was like yeah dude i'll send you guys the assets and you guys could do whatever you want with it so just like and then i remember just going back and forth in the group chat for like because me and Bean had done, like, a lot of work on it, like, for, like, a day or two. Like, I don't know, like, uh, for, like, two nights we, were like, worked mm-hmm. on it. And uh, it was, like, really slow. But then we got it, like, for where it was at. And it looked great. And we're, like, yo, this really is, like – because we had some references. We were, like, what if we went the live route? Because we were dropping, like, uh, live photos. And the baby artwork was Maddie live with the crowd in front of him. And this is the back of him, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, we were, like – and out of touch – out of touch was like a photo of Austin Lightwave, so we're like, "Yo, this is actually so classic. Like, let's keep going." And uh, yeah, so it looked like a Kretenski or a revival album meets like I don't know something. And I think the the font, right? It was oh, from yeah. Nick, our friend Nick Gorietti. Um, Real which, team effort. Yeah, which yeah. he made like a, like a year or two ago for like some shirts that we did, and just like gave us the font, and we were just like, "Yeah, that's it." And I think uh, me and Bean found. The color, and I thought it was more of like an orangey red, and it's like it's technically like a like an off pink, like oh, it's, really? a, it's like a blood orange pink
4: or something. Yeah. But yeah, like the color in the font. But. All right, Maddie, how do you feel about that? About the album I work? Yeah, we had to do some revisions when you guys, <laughs> when you and Bean sent it to the group chat. <laughs> I know
0: that's why he's been smirking over there the whole time.
4: Because <laughs> he, he brought up the group chat for a second and then didn't go into it. He like they sent the album artwork over, and I was just like, "Yo, what is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I just kept saying like, "But what if we did this?" And then Freddie was like, "Yo, every time you send a revision, it takes me like a half an hour to get it done." <laughs> I'm like, "But I want it to be good, Fred. Like, we got to do what we got to do."
2: <laughs> of course, of course. But it was like on like the tenth or so revision where like you were giving me stuff that you could have gave me like in the beginning. You know oh. what I mean? And I was like, dude, like just give me the, like, but I knew where you we were coming at. Like we had to go through it, but yeah, it was, it was actually like, it was a lot, it was hard. It was hard to do the more work.
4: Think of the 10th revision on the first revision though. <laughs> took the 10 revisions to get there. It's, it's, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's, it's nice having, having Maddie in the yeah. band because Freddie and I have been playing together since we were like 12. So like what like I we we're like so on the same page with with like visual and sonic stuff and Maddie mm-hmm. is coming from a totally different angle with his own totally equal crazy life experience in a band. So like it's nice having that kind of yin yang for whatever's coming out. And that's the other reason why this record I feel like is so complete because like it does have both sides of that, you know. Yeah, we definitely need to be wrangled
2: in sometimes, mm-hmm. like especially me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, I think I love. I think the funniest thing about the artwork, and I just think it's just like funny, is that like um, you remember when like like things were like blending into the background and stuff? It was like it was just I don't know. It was like part ghost, part like, and it's like like we were like, yeah, that's cool, but you were like, dude, that doesn't like make sense. <laughs> so we we're like, okay, and we made solid. Like we just cleaned it up, you it's know? Cleaner, like it now. was just cle- yeah. we cleaned it up. Maddie helped yeah. us.
4: Clean up, clean it up, you know? And why, <laughs> why does Freddie have his legs and then Alex is floating in the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So can you guys tell us a little bit about your writing process for the album?
3: Well, like I said, we, we had just come off tour um, and we were just, we were doing the live thing for a hard minute and it was time to make a record. We knew we had some things cooking and we really just wanted to roll off the momentum of like, how much we had like gelled as a band after all that touring. And um, we basically just got into Freddie's garage and just jammed out like all the ideas we had. Um, Like there were some songs like Crest um, that Freddie brought to the table and it was initially like halftime and pretty like doomy and like slower. And then I think Maddie was like, we got to play it really fast. And then like we played it really fast and it was like amazing. Like things like that. I think a lot of times like we'll bring really great like impetus to the table like this little seed and then like the other two of us will just like run with it and it becomes the band's song you know Mm
0: -hmm. and maddie this was your first time you know working with the band writing with the band what was there any sort of adjustment for for you guys as a whole like bringing maddie into the fold or was it pretty seamless because i know you had been touring together before you started writing
4: I think it felt like pretty natural, I mean we actually like Freddie brought a song Freddie brought this mountain to the table before we even did the harbor tour, and like uh we opened the tour with this mountain, and like he had the song basically written, but we like you know worked it out and stuff, and like that came together in like like thirty you know? like
0: mm-hmm.
4: and like writing the album, it just felt like um. I don't know like I've, I've known Alex and Freddie for like a long time and like they're both great players and like I'd like to think that I'm a pretty good player too so like getting in the room with them like uh, it was just easy, you know, like, we just play and like feel and yeah. Yeah, honestly, it felt
2: very seamless with Maddie because Maddie is like, just like such a like not just an unbelievable drummer uh but like yeah. he has such like uh like such a background like i guess like marching and just like theory and classical and different things right like yeah. and uh maddie is like a through on through drummer that like we brought songs to that month like that month that we just wrote songs uh we brought like like alex said it was just like demos and stuff from like the past year or two we were just bringing stuff to the table and we had like 20 songs we were working on then we got it down to 16 and then uh down in the studio we got them down to like 14 which was like uh which was like a lot of songs you know mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah i don't know it just it just felt really great because um maddie could just like uh he took charge on drums to like like write a lot of shit and not even like really like we didn't have to really say anything it
4: just all like happened like
2: naturally musically you know
4: absolutely
3: yeah.
4: makes sense. i like i like to, uh like arrange um, like I've worked with uh Brett romness a lot and like I've like interned interned for him at like at barbershop and so I've watched him produce a lot of records at this point so like like a big thing that he does I feel like is like a band will bring a song to them to him and they'll have like a really like basic simple song structure which can be kind of boring sometimes and then you like you take these like beautiful like hooky parts and you just rearrange where they go or like how long they last for and it like makes the song like a completely different song and like gives it a new life i feel like i try to do that um a
1: lot. Hell yeah. oh yeah that's fucking awesome go yeah. team Fuck
4: yeah!
1: <laughs> uh, so, what song off this album took the longest to write, and which one is each of your own personal favorite?
3: I don't know. Like, hmm. there was like definitely some things last minute where like Freddie and I would get together and be like, "This lyric should go here," or "This lyric should say that," like in the studio. But they were all pretty much ready, I think, for the studio when we got there. It might have been like
2: one of the ones like that like maybe i like had in a demo like a long time ago like this mountain maybe uh just like like i will actually yeah i mean once we jammed this mountain it was like, like, it was done but about- like i had the riff for a long time i didn't know where it was going you know like, what i know if it was I, I think
3: i think the one that actually took the longest right now to think about it was happy fuck but, okay <clears throat> that one was just like kind of a weird arrangement because we each have like a verse on that song. Mm -hmm. And like each one of us are like playing a character, so to speak. It's like, cause it's like supposed to be some kind of like concept of like the feelings you go through in a day, like trying to like stay above fucking water mentally, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, uh, it's like, um, we're each like representing like different, uh, like mindsets throughout the day, I suppose, or like feelings that you have throughout the day. And mm-hmm. so like, I think just getting those the vocal parts right for that probably was taking the longest. Like I remember writing and rewriting in the studio a couple times and like right before we did vocals being like, OK, wait, no, you're going to say this, you're going to say that. And then we're all going to come together here. Um, maybe that one, even though it's like this one of the simplest songs structurally.
2: Yeah, I was also gonna note that just reminded me of Set Fire. I was gonna throw uh, that oh, yeah, we were working yeah. on that for a while. That was done by the wire. Rob, Rob, and Mike. It was actually I think originally Rob's idea. Like when we because we didn't have like a bridge part, and then he was like, "See, <laughs> you know, we like, a whole like, we had the whole song up to that point. He's like, see you know,' and then we just <laughs> really? and we created that whole bridge, which is probably one of my favorite. Parts and that bridge, ever. just that, yeah. that bridge.
3: Done. So in Set Fire, that's gonna yeah. come out with the album on Friday. It's like. And it's going to be, I think, kind of like the single that we push with the record. So people are going to be hearing it if they check us out. But like that bridge is kind of like this build. It like breaks the whole song down to like just the bass and then the drums and then the vocal and then the guitar. And then it brings you to the last yeah. chorus. And that bridge, that like one minute or 30 seconds or 45 seconds, whatever it is, probably we were we were working on that for like like two to four hours, I would say
4: yeah rob and i got into a new fight <laughs>
0: <laughs> not not even like obviously rob had his part but then we took the song and then we cut it down after the rest of the yep. album was done like right yep. before we submitted everything
3: yep that's yep. true yeah, yeah i was gonna get to that too were you there for that shane
0: no i wasn't
3: yeah i, I yeah because then matt our manager had like some ideas of like how we could even like chop it down here or there something. Because he will come out with these, like, last-minute ideas where, like, we have a song finished, and he's like, if you just tweak this one thing, the whole song just, like, opens up. And he's he's been right. Like, I don't wanna, he did that for, split, he did that for, and now set fire for this, like, whatever he did with that. I wouldn't even say it was a last-minute thing, because I remember
2: right when we recorded that, I think he had either heard us play it live or, like, in the practice spot. Or maybe it was an early, like, bounce. Mm -hmm. But Matt had told me early, early on, like, before we even got to mixing, that, like, he really, really loved that song. And that, like, I think Matt has really choice opinions about stuff. Like, he's just, like, Matt's just, like, through and through just, like, doing, like, like do your thing, you know? Mm -hmm. But then, like, he came to, like, I remember, like, him coming to me early about that. And I was, like, okay, like, that seemed, like, really important to him. And it's true. Like, I think like everything that we did was like so worth it. That was like, so that was, that was really fun doing that too. Like going in one last time. Yeah. Yeah. Just going through the track. Yeah. That was,
3: that was extra. That was after the record was done. That was just like, let's go back and do these last little changes to this one song. Really believe in this song. Let's just make sure we all feel like it's the best it can be. So I guess, yeah, that was probably the longest.
0: And for everybody out there that wants to know how down to the wire it was, the whole album was mastered. And then we went back to the mastering engineer and said, hey, we made a change to the song. You already knew that this was happening, but now you got to master this version of the song.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. John Nada. John at Nada Studios. Absolute legend. Artistic vision on the record with the mastering. That was great. Yeah. Um, And shout out to Rob Sharapa
2: and Mike Sharapa for literally... Uh Rob for recording and producing and mixing and uh for Mike for engineering. With a broken arm.
0: Snapped it. Um favorites off the record.
4: Maddie? Uh Crest. Crest is my favorite. Sick, yeah.
3: I think, dude, it's so hard. I'm gonna say set fire. I'm gonna say it.
2: Yeah. Um I'm so stoked on, like, all of them. Like, just so hard. Just so people know. But uh, I got to say, I got to do three mentions, right? (laughs) Ageless, Timeless. was a song that me and Alex wrote. It was very unique. This is, like, before we even, like, writing stuff for the record. We were just, like, in in my garage one day. And uh, I was on drums. And he was on guitar. And we just, like, did it like but like i like the drum beat was like like the same i think it was on like the ride like i was like something like that i was following like a beat right Um, but yeah we made it into a march that i just love that song so much we were thinking about i was i really wanted that to be the intro to the record for a long time and uh yeah but I, i love where it's at and like it it gives it so much it makes so much sense for like the record and uh um, but also i uh, i just my two favorites are this mountain i think and uh room again like every time i hear room again i just get really like emotional and just really great uh but yeah this mountain too that one's gonna yeah. be epic i'm so excited for people to hear that one because that one's like tucked away it's a little bit further back at, at the end of the record and uh it hasn't been a single yet so but we played it live a couple times if you were like one of like uh like one of 25 people in the midwest uh <laughs> you might have heard it <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and not to mention the mountain like this mountain is in the artwork so like yeah. Yeah. boom
0: yeah hell yeah uh so yeah, how the track did... list the album come about did you guys write the opening be the opener close big closer Did you shuffle around and see what fits what was that process like
3: now we shuffled a lot like freddy <laughs> no, does. like, like Freddie <laughs> like said this map like uh 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 ageless timeless was potentially going to be the opener for a while there was a bunch of different versions actually we had probably like five different track listings
4: yeah
2: but i think going into it like because we kind of came down to a point where we had to choose like a solid track listing and we had like a couple ideas and i think we'd all listened to a couple track listings we got to like kind of one that was like based on like me and alex's side i guess and then maddie came up with the track listing and then by the time we got back on the road, um, and we needed like, we needed like a solid one. We had listened to probably we listened to Maddie's, and uh, all together, all together in the van. Bean was there, and uh, that was just like, it was very interesting because I didn't like fully understand it at first, and then like i wanted to like let it settle in so then like that night i like took some notes but yeah. we were going to listen yeah. to my track listing after or, like our track listing that like we had kind of originally had thought and i had kind of been like i don't want to listen to it tonight can we wait till tomorrow because like i felt like pretty like emotional about the situation i think we all kind of were very emotional about the situation um you know because we all just want like the right the best thing you know um and I wanted to really, really, really see where Maddie was coming from on this side. And I think the big thing that threw me off was there was the intro track to I Got You. And uh, that had thrown some things through my mind because I thought I Got You was going to be at the later part of the record. Uh, just to kind of get to the bottom of it, um, the next day we listened to my track listing and we like pretty much vibed to it until like halfway. Like we had a strong beginning with "Ages Timeless going into either i forget what it was uh was it either crest or something or um we're out of touch yeah but then i was like yo i took some notes on maddie's and i was like what if we just cut the intro off and just open with i got you and we and we were all kind of like oh and then we listened to it and we were like yeah dude like we were like i got you needed like such like a like a like a big purpose on like the record and we didn't really like know what it was but To me, it made sense because we had done an intro on the first record, and this—it's our second record—and it just starts; it just just goes right into it, you know. So, um, and then we like kind of moved some things around through "Ageless Timeless" in the middle, and uh, we threw the intro on the end of the record. (laughs) (laughs)
4: So that's for
2: your second listening experience. Enjoy that.
4: (laughs) I was so pissed when we the intro from like the beginning of the record, because like Freddie was like, we did that on on our last record, and I was like, I wasn't there for that. I don't care what you did on the last record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is fucking cool. And he was like, Nah. And we like cut it, and then like after the fact, we like listened through through the whole record, and then he was like, What if we put the intro track last? And I was just like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It all yeah, worked yeah. out in the end. I'm very high track listing.
0: It, it creates yeah, a perfect out. loop, and I love when albums are a perfect loop.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. stoked on that.
1: So would like you guys you be it. able to tell us where Headspace is at while you're creating this record?
3: Dude, we went through a lot as a band the past couple years, I feel like. Like, was, like, no. like seriously. <laughs> This is our second record, right? So, like, the first album came out, and it's been a lifetime since then. Like, that came out in 2021. Um, We had a a member change. Um, We went from being signed to a label to going independent. Um, We did a ton of touring. Um, It was probably the craziest time we've ever had in this band. It was super, like, up and down and up and down. Um, And yet, at the same time, we were growing a lot so there was like it was very very tumultuous very emotional um I feel like I've grown like 10 years in the past two years um as a person and um as far as like the songs go um they're pretty personal I think like they're they're pretty personal songs I think in this band we tend to touch upon like kind of broader topics or broader feelings but like the the depth of the emotions that are in this on in these songs are really really fucking deep um Mm -hmm. and like i specifically remember moments where i was like figuring out like a song would come to me or i was working on a song and like feeling that that deep depth of emotion that i felt the first time i like played an original sound on a guitar when i was like a kid you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like kind of reaching back to that place And putting it into the context here is kind of what happened for me. And I I think it came out on the record for sure. Mm -hmm.
1: So are you feeling any anxiety putting out this record since it's some of your most vulnerable work?
3: No, (laughs) no, I I think that's a that's a really good question, because I feel like normally I would. But. Mm. In this context and with everything we went through as a band, it feels like the only way to do it. Like, it's almost Mm -hmm. like at this point, I'm like, why even put it out if it doesn't feel that way now that I've kind of broken through? um, And I I feel like we probably all have broken through a lot of different layers of ourselves to get to the point where we're about to drop the record finally now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't feel anxious about it at all. I feel like it's my reason for living. So it feels good.
1: Damn right!
0: Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Hell
4: yeah!
0: Hey, man. <laughs> Anybody else got anything to add?
4: Uh, you remember when I would like show up to uh, the writing sessions with like Casamigos shooters and Coronas and just be like, oh, oh, right. "Get started." <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: Maddie's headspace.
4: <laughs> yeah. was nice. Yeah. Uh, was nice. Thank you for those. Was...
2: Um, yeah, it was a crazy headspace, honestly, because like, especially just like this past summer, like I I, I, like moved out of that spot. The garage is like no longer our spot. So uh, this record was the last thing that we did in that garage. And that garage has been active in our band since probably 2018. You know, it's my grandparents' garage. So um, yeah, we've done so many music videos in there we've done everything in there and uh we would do a lot of practicing in there and then like before the tour we would hopefully get into the studio like once or twice and like spread it out because the garage is only gonna sound as good as the garage but it's just a space and it was like our space so uh Mm -hmm. and i've been like moving around and like now i'm like in my spot and uh it's been a whole like summer plus into fall like rolling this out like shane knows um and doing the touring that we did i mean we did our third harbor tour you know and like plus doing the tour with late waves it's just been it's been like mind-blowing honestly and and it all goes by so fast so i think uh all of us have been talking about just like like practices to keep us in like the present moment like like stay healthy and like really like be on top of our game. Like when we're like touring and it's like we're at home and we're all working and we're all working a lot. So um we're all just trying to like 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 I, I love how Alex put um the anxiety thing because I think like uh if you don't like really try and wrap your head around it, uh, it could get to you because I, I think like a little bit um i had a little bit of like anxiety like a couple weeks ago but then i like really like sat like with the record and i was just like so excited for it to come out and now it's like a couple days out you know so it's like i'm so excited it's like unreal
0: and you you guys have been through so much as a band in the past couple of years but it's like that was almost necessary to make you guys like as excited as you are for this record. Cause I feel like this is the most excited the band has been to put out music in my entire two, two and a half years on your team. And I'm just fucking stoked Aww. that you guys are stoked that the album is coming out. And as I said earlier in the interview, I'm stoked for the world to hear it because it's fucking incredible.
2: Oh yeah. Thanks dude. Aww. Thanks. Yeah. It
0: means a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, so how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should do in the car with friends and dark with headphones on is a workout album, party album. What do you guys personally recommend?
4: Yeah, this is the album that you literally have like that '70s show, like basement sesh with your friends, and sit in a circle and smoke a joint and listen to the (laughs) record on vinyl. Mm. We don't have vinyl yet, but (laughs) (laughs) but we will eventually.
2: Yeah, honestly, to add to that a little bit, I think uh, I think like listening to to it yourself in your car, like um, it's definitely like a new jersey driving record like i listened <laughs> to it from one job or like a job to like in the clouds out in english town and i listened to it in that time span i was like i couldn't believe like i don't know the drive went by really fast i think i don't know how long the record is like 30 i think it's like 37 37 or something like mm-hmm. that so went by like really fast i was like wow this is such like a new jersey fucking record i love it like and it was
3: on like a half rainy day it was like raining but it was mm-hmm. sunny out it was weird oh uh, i'm gonna add to that and say that i listened to it at the gym and it's a really good gym record too yeah, it holds it holds up nice
1: hell yeah. hell
2: yeah i was gonna add uh listen to it in the car with yourself or a friend like i feel like like it's that classic like kind of like what maddie said like the old school vinyl thing like you listen to a record either with yourself or or with your closest friend that you could like sit and listen to records with and not like talk the whole time when you're like switching over records and you're like in the moment. Like me and Alex would do that shit. Me, Alex and Tom would do That's that our, shit. Our greatest jazz. pastime.
3: When like yeah. when we had nothing going on in life, we would just like sit sit in our whoever's car and just blast our records in full, you know. Or
2: basements. Um, Alex's basement a lot, listening to like his CDs on his mm-hmm. speakers and like his his mom's little uh like record player that have like the yeah. the speakers yeah. inside, a, yeah. um, but it plays like a nineties record a little bit. I think yeah. like we've all been saying this. Like we feel like it's like, yeah,
3: uh, it's got a flow. Yeah, it's got flow. Yeah, oh yeah, it's got
1: the flow. Uh, this one should be super super quick off top of your heads. I want you guys to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Three words each. Nine total. No more. No less.
3: I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. Okay, okay. Um, America Part Two.
1: No. <laughs> no, pick that shit back up. That does not count. <laughs> all right, all
3: right, that's fair. That's fair. That's it's already crazy. built in. That was, exactly all, right, all right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Um, I'm gonna say, headbang. Okay. Okay. Lay down. Get up.
0: All right, that's good.
3: We're
1: we're hyphening those two.
3: Those are yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay.
4: Maddie um I was thinking like classic deep and hopeful nice hell yeah Mm.
2: awesome yeah uh I feel like the first couple things that come to my mind is power Mm
3: -hmm.
2: melancholy uh like like raw you can hyphen raw power okay that's what I'm Okay. Okay,
1: it's It's
2: power it's musical power Ooh. Not like power. <laughs> like, yeah. But I that that should be explained. Yes. Uh and um yeah, I mean I guess last thing that comes to mind is trio.
1: Trio? Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Love it.
0: Um so in that yeah. same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the album?
2: I feel like the record's uh very exciting and um you know, like uh we're we're a rock and roll band, so uh we wanted this record to have a lot of high energy songs. So good fun. Yeah, it's good yeah. fun. You can jump around to it, you know, dance to it.
4: You know, you know those memes that have been going around, like where it's like a pool, uh, like a like a shark playing pool and it and oh, it, I love it. that guy. they would be like dudes see shit like this and just go, fuck yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Feel like that's like the record. Like dudes will listen to this record and just go, fuck yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the first half is that. Like the first half is a lot of like high energy songs. Mm-hmm. And it's got like a good flow. Like once it gets to like set fire, it starts to like uh because it starts out like pretty fast, I would say, and pretty just pretty exciting. And then uh you know, by like the mid to the end of the record, you know, it kind of gets to more of like a uh, feel like those songs get like like
3: darker but maybe deeper Mm -hmm. deeper yeah Um, i feel like the way the way it's built is definitely like okay first first half of the record it like i feel like a lot of people could get into and the second half of the record like is almost like built for people who love this music you know what i mean like if you like this the rest is for you you know what i mean yeah it's like
2: heavier like emotionally at the end mm-hmm. like you get to like this mountain and like that just that riff came out of me on like an acoustic guitar and i was like this is i was like this is a blues riff from the gods like you know <laughs> i was just like fu- yeah. i was just fucking around
3: yeah. you know
2: um and yeah and then you get to like room again and stuff like that and room again is like probably like one of the most emotional songs to me so yeah and then like,
3: baby yeah it definitely it definitely like gets really 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 deep and then heavy heavy deep heavy deep um so i don't know i i think it ranges a lot of different emotions it's kind of like i like to see it as like a book you know like it's like you have you figure out what's going on you have your characters that you love you fall in love with and then like maybe tragedy strikes towards the end it all kind of comes together you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so like if you want to be along for the ride the whole album is there for you but also like if you yeah. want to pick and choose certain songs, that's there for you too, you know?
0: Hell yeah. So if you're using the book analogy, Club Rock would be like the epilogue?
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. They're yeah. like...
2: Exactly. I look yeah. at it as like dancing in heaven. Yeah, because right? like, if, mm-hmm.
3: if you listen to the record in full, you hear the track Space, which is uh, a final crackle, crescendo. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like in our minds was to signify like, okay, this kind of is the end of the record. Like, if you were listening to this on vinyl, this is kind of what would happen. Like, your needle would kind of stay there, unless you have one of those that picks it up automatically. But, um, and so, like, they're almost like built-in bonus tracks that, like, we really just couldn't take off the record. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Sounds good. Uh, So, are you guys able to touch on any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this record, positive or
3: negative? Mm uh maddie i know you got in that tizzy with rob but that was fine <laughs>
4: yeah dude that was fucked up <laughs> <laughs> it was like we were working on set fire for like way too long and it took way too long to just figure out like this one drum fill like the timing of it and like getting back into the chorus and like the timing of all of that and set fire is just like kind of a longer song and like it's like almost five minutes long. I think it's like four minutes. And change. It's like three minutes. Okay, it's like four minutes.
2: And <laughs> it, like, feels like, it feels like a longer song. It was we we yeah, cut it
4: down. No, it we did cut it down, but at, at the time it was like pretty long. And we had just been like tracking for a long time. And <laughs> it felt like I had gotten like the majority of the song, like through the bridge. And I was just working on like trying to get the last chorus. And Rob was like, "All right, take it from the top." And I was like, no, "No, no, no, don't take it from the top. Just give me the last chorus." And he was like, "No, just take it from the top. I want you to get some context." And I was like, "I don't need fucking context, Rob. I've been playing this song for fucking five hours. Just give me the last yeah. chorus." And he was like, "Just start from the top." And I was like, "Motherfucker!"
2: <laughs> <laughs> is okay. right. Yeah, everything's we- oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, everything was good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's the fucking best. That's yeah, absolutely so, the best.
3: Yeah, that that was cool. Um just hanging out at Dim Studios was awesome. I mean, Dim Studios is attached to uh the Dim Entertainment office, so like we were able to just like live there for however long we were tracking. We had a little uh little uh mattress or cot or something on the floor, and we had um uh like a bunch of snacks, bunch of booze, bunch of smokes. We were just having a good time. Xbox you know. three sixty.
0: Damn. And a grill, Essentials.
3: yeah,
2: and a don't, fucking
0: grill. don't forget about the dim stew grill.
2: Um, <laughs> a lot of burgers were were chowed upon. Yo, I was working that whole time. I was like opening up at Rook. I was like, because I needed to work, <laughs> like, I, and like I work in like the mornings and the afternoons, and all of our things we had going on was like uh afternoon to night. So I was like, okay, like maybe I could like. I offered, like, I was like, hey, I could do, like, some 7 to 12s, like, maybe, like, an open here or there, which is 545. And, uh, yeah, I got put on, like, three or four opens, like, during that time. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. So, there was moments, like, I, like like we put all of those. It was 12 days, right, total? Yeah, yeah. yeah, six days. And then we took, like, a full week off, right, a week. Mm-hmm. And then we went back six days and... We were just going. We were going from, like, 11 or noon, mainly, like, noon, all the way to, like... God, that was so late. Yeah, we would go late. Uh, Rob would be up. I remember, like, I passed out, like, during a... Like, they just didn't need me. I I was out, and they are doing, like, Club Rock or something, you know? Samples <laughs> for Club Rock. And, uh, yeah, I remember waking up, and everyone's asleep, and it was, like... or four in the morning and rob was like in the corner (laughs) like not in the booth like in 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 the room he was in the corner with all the instruments i I will say
3: making club rock was definitely a notable experience for me because the basis of that song came from a logic session that i made by myself at home which was crazy like i've never i'm not a recording dude i just like will make home demos and stuff like that and like this tune we basically just imported the guitar tracks that i had from that and it had like this kind of like oof, oof, oof thing to it cool so we Very added good. we added you know like some sub bass some kick drum and maddie had made organic samples of the drum kit as well so we would just be like okay hit the snare once bop all right we take that save it do a drum roll diga 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 we save that hit the bass drum boom so we got to like add those samples in as well so it's this i think uh that's just a really cool, like exciting experimental track we got to do where it's like a real blend of like our take on electronic music and like putting it in like a live band setting, which was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, we, we've we never really done sampling like that. I remember they woke me up for my bass part. I came in, did the bass
4: bar,
2: like the whole time and then went right back to sleep. But uh, I just wanted to say that. The record how we tracked it was really cool uh the dim spot is like not the biggest spot so we had maddie on the drums in the drum room and we had like i think what bass or guitar in the kitchen and then i think guitar was in the control room it, in the other room oh, okay in in the side room and then me and you were in the control room with everyone plugged in going through the amps so maddie was getting live and then technically we could have like kept any of the scratch guitars or guitars that we did with maddie but yeah we tracked the record like live with like what was there like some songs we did metronome some songs we didn't i think we we metronome
3: pretty steady the whole the whole record more or less yeah. maddie would know better maddie
4: we use metronomes, but um there's like a lot of tempo changes and shit too yeah. so yeah
2: yeah but it was great because it was like we kind of just like took it through like as the band. Like we were all doing it all together. And then basically we were like had the drums and then we built the record around the drums, which was like really cool. Because it like we've done like live in the room, like Pete Andrews doing the first version of Split ABT was Universe like, was yeah, yeah, ABT Universe
3: was live. Um This was a good blend where it's like really raw, but it's really um it's like raw and dirty and clean at the same time. So it's a nice blend.
2: Brings it back full circle to self titled because it makes sense like this is like how we would want to do a professional record. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now we could do like any version of the thing that we've done in the studio, like doing yeah. more sampled stuff. Like we could do a whole record like that if we wanted to now. And, like, yeah,
3: you could scale it up anyway, yeah, which is yeah. cool. Mm-hmm.
2: We just happen to do it this way because I feel like it. it, it so was it's like a right, right of passage for us. Oh, the yeah. songs made sense. Yeah. We were like, wow. Love
0: it uh so for this last question we know the album it comes out on friday but gotta ask what's in the pipeline for ap2
2: well uh we have some shows with uh the orphan the poet uh mm-hmm. december 9th in Manalpin, new jersey at musician's workshop december 10th yeah in uh, amityville Music Hall mm-hmm. in long island and then what is it like the twelfth or the thirteenth?
3: The
0: That Tuesday, I think, right?
3: Yeah, we're playing uh, New York City at Market Hotel. Get your tickets now! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell and yeah. there'll be more shows, more music. Hopefully, we'll do some other versions of some songs. I don't know. We we want to just keep making. Maybe some covers. We'll see what happens. Yeah,
2: we've been we've been working on some music videos and stuff, and uh, um, really really excited to have this all come at like a natural pace. And now we, we like drip the singles out. We did some really cool stuff, made some really cool shirts. Like, you know, like we can print really cool stuff. And um, it, it's really cool to have the record come out and now we could just do like one thing at a time and not really like just, we were just talking about doing stuff around each song. Like we can print like a seven inch vinyl and just like a, do like a single or something or do some like limited artwork and some like shirts and stuff.
3: Yeah, I think, um, I think we're, as opposed to previous like records that we've dropped, I think this one we're treating a little differently. It's on our own company called The Resistance. We're going to be making a lot of stuff around it. We're distributing our own music and um, we're kind of treating the, the release, like the cycle as like more of a series of like drops, let's say. Hmm. So like it's not all around the initial album drop and a couple of music videos. We're going to have stuff coming out for each song, merch items, maybe like. Um, limited vinyl runs, limited um, experiences, stuff like that, throughout the next year as we promote the record. So mm. definitely, uh, definitely stay tuned.
0: Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Well, as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug?
3: Uh, I just want to say thank you,
2: guys, and uh, to plug uh, Dim Entertainment, and plug Shane, and plug Matt and Moly, and uh, Rob and Mike, and everyone that helped work on the record. Dan
3: Finn. Nick Gorietti, Super Bean Wizard, uh, Mastering. Uh, plug, uh, oh, uh, Nada. Nada. Nada recording. Plug uh, Good Noise Podcast for being the best podcast on the planet. Oh,
0: you know? Alex, stop it.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for silence, guys. It's been America Part 2, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.